You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. Thank you for downloading these podcasts. I'm your host, Layla Mutin. If you'd like to subscribe to the newsletter, it is free. Go to drhoffman.com and click on subscribe. It should be on the upper right hand. Uh, if you'd like to shop at Dr. Hoffman's dispensary, go to drhoffman.com and click on shop or click on the store it's all there and if you want to read past articles from the newsletter it's also at the website drhoffman.com we've got loads and loads and loads of of articles there and a whole index of podcasts and you could really take your time and browse and find what you're looking for under topics and so forth and they're all alphabetized as well on the indexes and so we hope that's helpful for you if you'd like to send me questions questions to questions at drhoffman.net that's questions at drhoffman.net so we are concerned about plastics aren't we you probably those of you who know me better I've joked that Maybe in 500,000 years, our, we'll be able to eat plastic because our genome will have caught up to it, the hard wiring of our genome, right? So scientists are looking, have been looking into how tiny particles, microplastics, may affect our health. And I want to talk to you about some simple kitchen swaps to help reduce your exposure. So no matter if you're tossing your empty milk jugs, detergent bottles in the recycling bin, plastics are accumulating around the world and become especially unavoidable when they break down into minuscule bits called microplastics. Now microplastics are pieces of plastic measuring anywhere from five millimeters across which is like the span of a pencil eraser, down to tiny microscopic particles. And they're finding their way into our air, water, and food supply, unfortunately. So researchers are looking into 
what that influx of plastic particles means, not just for the environment, but for our health, our personal, our immediate environment, I like to call that. So it boils down to the fact that microplastics are made up of a cocktail of chemicals that, when absorbed into the body, can disrupt its inner workings. And these chemicals are known as endocrine-disrupting chemicals. We like to also call them gender benders because they're messing with our sex hormones, with our endocrine system, right? So a recent endocrine society report cited direct cause and effect links between the toxic chemical additives in plastic and specific health impacts to the endocrine system pointing out possible downstream conditions such as cancer, diabetes, and certainly reproductive disorders that could result. And we're seeing more of all of these conditions, aren't we? So let's take a look at what's behind the growing concern with microplastics and ways to reduce them in our lives and in our communities. So how does it begin? Microplastics can enter the environment in many ways, from litter to fibers emitted when you wash and dry synthetic clothing. Clothing. So the, the fibers, when you launder your synthetic clothing. Oh my goodness, people, so much for wash and wear. You know, sometimes... I've been kind of actively working on less dry cleaning type clothing, right? <clears throat> and a little more launderable. And of course, not everything is 100% cotton, right? In terms of office wear. So, so much for wash and wear. So it's getting in that way. Particles may run off into the aquatic environments, when we wash and dry our synthetic clothes, clothing, or enter the wastewater system where they could be collected into sludges and then be applied to the soil for agricultural purposes. This is how plastics get into our soil. And they end up in the fish and in other plant and animal foods that we eat, the water that we drink and even the air that we breathe. Hard to get away from it. And a recent report from the World Health Organization found microplastics in sources ranging from drinking water to sea salt to honey and beer. And another study in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health also found microplastics present in fruits and vegetables exactly the stuff that I'm trying to get everybody to eat more of. Hmm. When we consume them via our drinking water or food, the microplastics don't all simply pass through our body. In fact, microplastics were found in the blood of 17 out of 22 healthy people in one small 2002 study that was published in the journal Environment International. Researchers noted that the plastic particles 
likely enter the bloodstream via either ingestion or inhalation. So what happens when microplastics stick around in the body? Scientists are studying their potential effects from respiratory issues to inflammation and possible autoimmune disease per these studies. In other research published in Environmental Science and Technology, <clears throat> study participants with inflammatory bowel disease were found to have 50% more microplastics in their feces compared to those without inflammatory bowel disease. Researchers also determined that people with higher concentration of microplastics had more severe inflammatory bowel disease. More microplastics were also detected in people with colon tumors versus those without in a 2002 study from Turkey. So these findings are enough to make anybody who's health conscious double down on glass bottles, right, of spring water. Not every health organization is ready to sound the alarm just yet. Per the WHO report, the World Health Organization, quote, firm conclusions on the risk associated with ingestion of microplastic particles through drinking water cannot yet be determined. However, at this point, no data suggests overt health concerns associated with exposure to microplastic particles through drinking water. Yeah, typical of the WHO. I'm not going to, I don't have much faith in the World Health Organization, given everything that's been happening these past four years. <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about. So, now, part of the issue, however, is that it's very hard to measure microplastics in biological tissues because it's hard to separate out the components. Wow, that just sounds icky. Still, while the jury is out, the facts are in. Exposure to microplastics is unavoidable, right? And as I've said, maybe in 500,000 years, maybe in less time, our genome's hardwiring will have caught up. So, exposure to microplastics is unavoidable. They're ubiquitous throughout the environment, in the air, drinking water, and at various concentrations. So, that being said, let's try to control the controllables. Minimizing your daily plastic use will certainly help limit your exposure. So, where to start? Here are some expert-backed suggestions for you for product swaps that can keep microplastics out of the food you eat and reduce your reliance on single-use plastics so they don't wind up in the environment where the microplastic cycle can con continue. So, let's head to the kitchen where you're in daily contact with all of this. So, let's start with the plastic water bottle. Get glass or stainless steel, right? Many of you have already done this. These materials will likely last longer than plastic, will be easier to recycle when you no longer use them. Plus, running reusable plastic sports bottles through the dishwasher increase the leaching 
of plastic-related compounds into the water within. And this is published in the Journal of Hazardous Materials. So think about the stainless steel. And those of you who use a soda stream, you know, the basic offering is plastic bottles to store them in, right? You know there's a little warning label on the bottom of that bottle. Yes, it's there. Check it out. Do not use with hot water. When you actually wash those, you have to use cool water, not hot. And certainly they don't go in the dishwasher with any kind of hot water setting or dry setting. None of your Tupperwares or anything, right, should go in the dishwasher. So, and you've likely heard not to microwave your, your food in plastic. You know, a lot of dioxins are released. Never put plastics in the microwave because heating certain types of plastic, plastics can cause chemicals to leach from the tr plastic into the food. We know this happens for phthalates, which is an endocrine disrupting chemical in certain types of plastics. So you want to use your mug or a glass mug or something like that. A microwave safe cup dish, use Pyrex, use your regular mug. And what about your ice cube trays? Now it's nice when you have a water dispenser, an ice cube maker in your refrigerator, right? But we have to be concerned also with freezing. And microplastics can also cause microplastics to leach into the food or water. And depending on the type of plastic, freezing might make it brittle and result in the release of nano and microplastics. You see, we have to be concerned about freezing, not just heating. So along with not freezing foods in plastic containers, it's also recommended that you swap your plastic ice cube trays for metal right? Look for stainless steel ice cube trays. And food containers, go for glass, definitely. There's more glass. Use your bowls and Pyrex dishes to instead of your Tupperware, right? Instead of your Gladware and all that kind of stuff. Go for glass or stainless steel. Even if you're not heating or freezing the food in plastic containers, simply storing them could also cause some transfer of microplastics. The older the plastic, the more likely it is to break down and degrade. So there's potential exposure at room temperature with older plastics. How many of you are sporting old antique Rubbermaid and Tupperwares that maybe you inherited from your parents? Time to throw that out. Not the Pyrex. The Pyrex is the good stuff. Right? So get the glass food storage containers. Yeah, maybe they have a plastic lid. That's okay, but you're going to take that off when you use that glass container to reheat anything, right? So what about water pitchers? Use glass. Don't use any kind of plastics, right? And check that your water filtration system Check everything that they get rid of, not just bacteria, mercury, lead, right? But check to see what else they may be able to filter out. Get the best filtration system you can. Now, plastic food wrap. 91% of all plastic is not recycled. 
because half of the 300 million tons of plastic made annually worldwide are single-use plastics, and these, most of them, are not recycled. This is per the National Resources Defense Council. It's winding up in landfills, in waterways, and it slowly breaks down into microplastics. So the suggestion here is swap your single-use plastic wrap out for foil, but then there's aluminum, or beeswax wrap. The sustainable alternative is made from organic cotton that's been coated with beeswax. Warmed up with your hands, the material becomes pliable and gently molds around bowls, sandwiches, and keeps them covered and fresh. There's a brand called Bees Wrap. I'm not endorsing anything here. I've not tried this myself. I will look out for it. I think this is a wonderful idea because my use of plastic now is as little as absolutely humanly possible. I will even cover up a bowl of leftover. In a regular bowl, I will cover that with a plate rather than using plastic wrap or foil. That's how far I've gone. Like a salad plate to cover a medium-sized bowl full of my leftover chicken stew or something like that, right? So, and what about your kids' plates, cups, utensils? So many of these are plastic. So the recommendation is to try to use stainless steel and non-plastic alternatives whenever possible. And what's more, washing plastic lunch boxes in the dishwasher can result in significant microplastics shed into the sewer system and the larger environment. There's a wide range <clears throat> of stainless steel dishes, right, that you can go and find, including fun rainbow shades, right? There's reusable utensils made with organic bamboo, finished with organic flaxseed oil, all of that kind of stuff. And get rid of your plastic measuring cups and spoons, right? And get rid of the plastic cutting boards. Use wooden ones instead. What about dishwasher detergent? Swap out pods and plastic bottles for powder. The packaging of a typical detergent contributes to a lot of plastic waste. Pods have a plastic coating called polyvinyl alcohol, or PVA, which companies claim is biodegradable. But specific conditions are necessary for it to be biodegradable. Hey, I didn't know that. And waste treatment facilities usually don't meet them. And this is according to a recent study published in the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health. In fact, the study found that as much as 75% of PVA goes untreated and ends up in the environment annually. The powder bioenzyme dishwash detergent boasts plastic-free soap. You have to look for the plastic-free stuff. And... You want to reduce plastics during your grocery runs too, right? Opt for products in glass jars or aluminum or cardboard containers instead of plastic. That could be your peanut butter to your milk to your spices. I always buy my spices in glass jars because I'm always getting typically the organic ones. Buy in bulk. And refillable products are also another great option. Bring your own 
natural fiber bags from home to gather fruits and veggies, and avoiding produce packaged in single-use plastics. So cutting down on our use of plastic cuts down on plastic waste, and in turn, this reduces everybody's exposure. So if everyone helps to make changes, we can make a huge difference. Why am I bringing this up? I found this article, but I also went through all of my old Tupperwares and things and I threw them out. And I've been slowly replacing them with glass containers. There are lots of glass containers and bowls and things that I already use, but I really want to do my utmost to get rid of all the plastic, all of it. So any questions, any comments, email me questions at drhoffman.net. That is questions at drhoffman.net. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In. This is Intelligent Medicine. I want to thank you for listening to the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or your favorite podcast app and get new episodes automatically downloaded every weekday. And please give us a rating and review. It truly helps new people discover Intelligent Medicine. The Intelligent Medicine Podcast is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice and no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their health care professionals for any such conditions. Finally, please visit drhoffman.com and discover everything intelligent medicine has to offer, including frequently updated, unbiased health news and fully vetted product and supplement recommendations. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.